0: sahana vavatu sahana upanaktu sahaveeryam karavavahai tejas vinavati tamastamavit vishavahai om shanti 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 welcome everyone to today's group discussion um arunaman has got a question, but before we are, ask answer her question and take up her question, does anyone have any questions regarding Sunday's class on um what did we cover? Bhakti Yoga, that's it. Bhakti Yoga, the path of devotion. Do everyone understand that? We went into it quite deep. Yeah. Okay. So, if anyone has any questions in that, you can always uh, ask at any time you want. It's quite important that you understand that topic. So, if there's no questions in that, we will take up Arunaben's question. So, Arunaben, if you can ask your question to the group. Um, the, uh, all the people who haven't got their video on, will you be participating? Shilaben, you can participate? Great. Yes. great because this question actually uh, everyone needs to be able to understand this question um it's quite important question on how you must act in the world when you're following this path so everyone should understand it clearly so i don't know if you want to ask your question oh
1: um okay uh thanks for this and uh, my question is um, can we discuss the difference between performing one's duties and non-attachment? As Vedanta says, we should be we should be non-attached. But it also occurs to me that in, in lots of different places that I'm reading that in, you, you know, it's promoted that we should be not become attached to material things, to attach to people, attached to things, become objective, yeah. and become uh, more looking inwards. But at the same time I think in life we all have to perform our duties you know we 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 ha- all have different roles in various different ways and so what is the best way to do that please
0: okay right does everyone understand what anobens asking is there any clarifications to what anobens asking to her does everyone understand what she's asking how do you act how do you perform your actions in the world and at the same time practice detachment because spiritual development talks about detachment is that right in a nutshell is that right yeah. okay so if everyone can take a couple of minutes to think about the question how do you uh, how would you how would you do this action how would you perform your action your normal duties? while being detached. to so think about think about it for a couple of minutes. That's a lot better. So, any ideas? Well, I don't know who's asking. Who wants to start off?
2: Yeah. Uh, duty and love. When we put, uh, when we perform our duties and love at the same time, but don't expect things from every, anybody or not hurt people and be blissful and peaceful, then you become, you don't attach to them. You're not binding them with anything. So when we perform our duties, don't bind them. Don't uh, hold on to them. Just do what we need to do and continue as much as we can do.
0: Okay. Any clarification to Shilavin's answer, Gamesh?
3: So we're born with desires. Mm-hmm. we have to act out our desires to, to get with
0: you are you answering Arunabin's question or are you clarifying Shilabin
3: No I'm just answering the question oh' we're now answering the question okay. So we have desires which we're born with
0: yeah
3: So to do our desires we need to act on them and fulfill our duties. that's what we're here for
0: yeah
3: but while we fulfilling fulfilling our duties, we need to make sure that when we're doing the action, we're not expecting anything from it, the action. I, if I do this, I will get this. As long as you work that way, doing the duty as best you can without expecting a positive or a negative effect. Okay. That's the best way of doing it without expecting a reward or no reward. That's what I would say. Okay. Because we need to fulfill these desires we need to work on them Mm -hmm. and that's our duty is to work ways of action without reward is what i would call it of any sort and if you can do that then you're working towards your goal
0: okay so any clarifications to Damesh's answer Pirmish is right in one way, but he hasn't answered the question completely. Uh, Shilobin's also right in one way, but um, she hasn't answered it clearly. There's a lot of concepts mixed up. No disrespect, Shilobin, but No, uh, no,
2: no. I understand. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, too many things uh, you've mentioned. Uh, Trisha...
4: My understanding is that your duty is something that you're obliged to carry out but the duty should be conducted without a focus on the end result. Yeah, And that's where the attachment comes in. So to put it simply, you do your duty because it's your duty, not because of any game from it yeah. or to achieve anything.
0: Doing what you ought to do.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, is that detachment? How do you practice detachment or non-attachment? So, um, Tricia, what you're saying, similar to what Dharma said, is that um, you're not um, dependent on the end results so when you act on that basis um, your work is a lot more comes out a lot better yeah and you're and um, you're more focused on your work and at the same time you're fulfilling your duties so that is a form of detachment so you're you're quite right but there
1: is more to this. So I think for me that I was thinking about this. The dilemma is that it's not you're not even, when you're doing your duty, you're not even thinking about the end result. You're just doing it because I always remember what you said about do your duty. You know, just yeah. just do the job. Don't look at anything else. But I think the dilemma is when um, you become attached whilst doing the action because you you performing certain roles, certain duties, and all of that. And that, uh, so you're not, I'm not saying you're thinking about gains or the end result or any of the outcomes like that. So how do you perform your duty without, and, and just, and is it something like, um, it's a process, you have to keep reminding yourself that you're yeah. just doing your duty because this is a task. And and in fact, uh, it's almost like you play a certain role in the world,
5: mm-hmm. but this is
1: not what you're there for. Yeah. You your, your, the, the, actually the end result is for you to perform your duty and but continue to work towards self-realization. Absolutely. So how do you become how do you continue to remind yourself not to become attached to anything that you're doing?
0: Yeah. So what Dharmesh and Trisha have said is an answer on how you should work, but you're asking for practicalities which I totally understand. Because it's easy to state this is how you should act. But how do you act in that way? Easy to say, don't think of the results, don't be attached, do your duty. But how do you do it?
2: Don't become possessive.
0: Don't become, yeah. Don't become possessive. Yeah. True. How do you become non possessive? If we, if, uh, it-
2: it should be coming freely from us, coming and freely. let you, so you don't suffocate the next person, but or you can love them, but don't suffocate them, don't restrict them. So you you follow you you fulfilling your duties, but you're not forming any restrictions in any form of relationships.
0: Okay, so yes, that's non-attachment. But how do you do that? How do you put it in practice? That's what I don't know if anyone wants to know. How do I practice this tomorrow?
2: I think once you start realizing, you just you just do your, what you need to do.
0: How do you realize it?
2: By being happy. You know, how you do, do you, you become be happy? <laughs> you just have to be happy.
0: <laughs> it's that easy. Everybody wants happiness. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's looking for happiness.
2: Not to be agitated about what
0: you do. Okay. But that's exactly what she's asking. How do I not be agitated and not attached while I'm acting?
3: There is no magic wand. It's just that realizing every day what you do. Think back on what you've done. Exactly. And get your intellect to think more. That's the only way. There's no practical wand that says you're going to do it right. You can only get better at it the more you think about your actions.
0: Yep. You're all right, but you're missing the point. He wants to know how to practise this tomorrow. You're think all about, right.
3: Think about what you did today and what you could have done better.
0: But how does she gauge what's better and what's not better?
3: Only she would know what's good for her. <laughs> I can't tell <laughs> you what's good for you.
0: You're passing the buck. What's, what's the point of asking us question if it's down to her? she wants clarifications from all you guys who have the answers Trisha
4: I don't know if this is right but I would assume that by focusing on the duty and Mm. um, focusing on doing it to the best of your ability automatically the attachment will diminish because you're not focused on the end result anymore
0: yeah so what should your focus be on then So you're not focusing on the end result. You're not focusing. You're focusing on the duty to your best ability, but at the same time, what is your um, what should your focus be on? I'm trying to draw out the answer from you.
1: The task
2: being being the the present.
0: Being the present. Okay. How does that help you? To be non-attached, detached. So you're you're right, Trisha. You're also right. But
3: what do you focus on? Focus on the duty itself, nothing else.
0: Focus on the duty. But if you focus too
3: hard on the duty, you get attached to it. Use your intellect, sir, not to be attached to it. Not to be attached to it.
0: But then what should your intellect be thinking about? Yourself. To, hey,
3: You think of... How to get to yourself? Thank you very much.
0: That's, that,
3: that's, does this task get me to myself?
0: Absolutely right. I knew I knew eventually some it will come out. <laughs> we have to work towards it. No, but it's good. This is the way to learn. Yeah, you draw the knowledge out. So everyone talks about this, and then slowly we get to the answer. But you see, you did all the work. You guys did all the work. All I did was direct you in the right way and this is how it sticks with you then yeah Trisha this is how you learn learn. okay so what does attachment do then so now we've we've come to the conclusion that you uh while performing your duty um you keep one eye on the goal which is self-realization moksha Detachment, um, not focusing on the goal, and you perform your duty. So, what is attachment then? So, then, that is basically, the, the, in a nutshell, how you perform your duty. It's easier said than done because the mind will get attached. So, what is attachment?
1: It's, it's an external, uh, you're looking outwards and doing things externally, aren't you, rather than looking within.
0: Yeah, definitely. A more, more, more precise definition. What is attachment?
3: Any act that takes you away from yourself.
0: Yeah, that, that's not uh defining attachment,
3: is it? But yeah, because if you're doing something and you're getting anything you act that you do or anything that you like more than looking towards yourself, it's attachment. So if I'm we're going to work and I enjoy my work more than I enjoy looking for myself, that's how I'm attached to the work.
0: Okay, so I want a definition of attachment.
1: It's a bond. It's almost as though you get bonded to things and get yes. joined to
0: things. Absolutely. It. It's a bondage. Yeah. What kind of bondage is it? What gets bonded?
2: What emotions. makes you happy? You become
0: now what get... what component within you becomes bonded?
1: The emotions.
0: Where does emotions. that come from?
1: Your body, mind, and intellect, and that the mind. material, the gross mind. intellect? The mind. Mind, mind.
0: Okay. So, all attachments gen- are generated from the mind. Remember, the mind is likes and dislikes, gets attached to everything. Emotional. So attachment, I'll, I'll define what attachment is. It's a mental-emotional bondage. This is the technical term. Mental-emotional bondage resulting from unintelligent preferential relationship with the object of attachment. I'll repeat. Attachment is mental-emotional bondage resulting from unintelligent preferential relationship with the object of attachment. And as Shilabin said, love plus selfishness equals love plus possessiveness. So plus love plus possessiveness is attachment. That i That Minus, this is mine, this is my child, this is my job, my office, this is my car, that's all attachment. Anything you use with I and my is attachment. You have a relationship with that, an emotional relationship with that object and being. attachment. What does attachment do? It binds you to the world. Any attachment binds you to the world. Detachment is the opposite. So for becoming self-realized, becoming spiritual, you need to become non-attached, meaning detached detachment. Remove that minus. Remove that minus. Does everyone understand what I mean by minus? M Y N E S S. This is my house. This is my business. See, what happens is, when you're attached to anything, you're not only bound by that attachment, you're mentally agitated, because whatever happens to that object or being, happens to you. Your car is scratched. Brand new car, you just bought, someone scratches it. It's like someone scratched your heart inside it feels like because of the attachment something happens to your house or your prized possession you feel it
1: Yeah.
0: attachment I'm not saying you shouldn't be concerned but whatever happens to it, happens to you this is the point we're making It binds you to the world, and the whole practice of spirituality is to unbind yourself from the world. So, then how do we do that? What is detachment? We've said it's unbinding. Any idea what is detachment to you? What would detachment mean to you?
1: To have a balance and not to get emotionally attached to things, or to even behave in an emotional way, because that response won't be the best way to behave.
0: Yeah. Any other inputs? Detachment? What is detachment?
3: to have no reaction, positive or negative.
0: Then they'll think, what's wrong with this guy? He's like a stone. He's like a stone. There's no reaction. I know what you're saying, Hmm. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say, but a non-reaction is also not... See, something happens to your child, gets hurt. You cannot not react. You cannot show... Uh, no response
3: but there's, there's no response as in no point in getting emotional about it no point jumping up and down or crying or angry that doesn't help the situation
0: okay so then what if your child is naughty what if your child is naughty you need to, you need to uh, tell tell your child off
3: you put him on the stairs so but the
0: point, you, I, I know the, what you're ta- I know what you're getting at and you're absolutely right. But there's a fundamental point you're missing. It's anyway,
3: not. a Duty.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Which you have to perform. Yeah. Because the child needs that duty to, to teach him. Yeah. But there's ways of doing it without getting emotionally attached to that anger that you feel.
0: It's an internal thing. This is the point we're trying to make. Okay. You need to show love. You need to show emotion. You need to show anger, which is a reaction. But it can be detached internally.
2: Be compassionate.
0: You can be compassionate. But it's an in, detachment is an internal thing. Okay, I'll explain more. So, first of all, detachment. What is detachment? I'll um, give you a definition of detachment. Renunciation, okay? You may ask, well, what is renunciation? Let's not worry about that. Conscious execution of duties, responsibilities, obligation, but totally unaffected by consequences of it, which is what most of you said, not being attached to the end result. Trisha, you said it. Not affected by consequences of it. That's the highest level of functioning. You may need to be angry. You need to make show emotion. Yeah, all those things are part of the mind, and you must use it. But internally, you're detached. You may get angry on at your daughter for being naughty, but internally, you're laughing. You're using your anger because that's the message she needs. Do you understand, Damesh? So you're using your emotions. Internally, you're detached.
3: That's the hard part.
0: <laughs> well, this is what we have to learn, isn't it? Yes. They so you use your emotion. Basically, what it means, as what Dharma said, is that when you develop your intellect, you're in control of your mind and all its emotions, all its attachments. So, therefore, it's controlling that, using it for your benefit. This is what we're talking about growing, growth. In the spiritual path. So you're performing all your duties, but you're not affected by anything that happens. So, how do you practice it? How do you practice it? Actually, you can't practice it. No. You can't practice it. As Dharma said, you don't react. That isn't practicing detachment. It's a mental state, as we said. You need to rise up towards that state. Which comes from knowledge and understanding. It's a development. Does that help you in any way? yeah you can't you can't tomorrow start practicing detachment it's a slow it's a growth which comes from knowledge and understanding renunciation is in fact um I'll show you this is something we're going to be covering in the next few weeks but I'll share it with you you may have already seen it So can everyone see that diagram? Okay. If not, I will... Karma, Bhakti, Jnana. Those three arrows going. So when you practice those three yogas, you become withdrawal from the world. When you withdraw from the world, you're able to concentrate. When you concentrate, you can meditate. When you meditate, then you can reach self-realization. So the practice in the three yogas helps you develop that detachment. So you're in the world performing your duty, but at the same time you're detached internally. So therefore, it's a, it's a development. You perform your duties at home, at work, you're, you're the Your role as a mother, father, daughter, son, you perform all those duties to the best of your ability. But you understand that it is your duty and your real goal is to reach that ultimate state. Which is something we already said. Now, if you can't think of that goal, there's material benefits to detachment. Let's say you know nothing about self-realization and that's not your goal. But practicing detachment helps you not to be agitated. When you're not agitated, you you perform your actions, your work better. The work results in to a higher standard. Your work is to a higher standard because you're not mentally agitated. So forget about spiritual goals, even material goals. If you want to achieve something in the world, in your life, then even then practicing that detachment, then you'll be able to perform better. Because you're not involved. You don't get involved in what you're doing mentally. Just performing your work to the best of your ability. Now, don't confuse that with, you don't care. Or indifference, not bothered, not caring about what you should do. The lowest level of functioning. So you need to rise rather than, I don't care now, I'm going to be detached. I don't care what happens. That's not the attitude. In fact, when you're detached, your work comes out better. you're mentally focused. There's development, which comes from developing your intellect, studying um, the subject, which then allows you to grow. Self-development. Even these courses, you know, you have to pay thousands of pounds to go on these courses. I can't remember some of these names of these people who... What's that famous chap, really tall guy?
2: Tony Robinson.
0: Tony Robinson. This is what they teach you, self-development. But they do it in a, in a way where there's material benefit. You're going to be successful. You want to do this. you get that in life. Uh, this is how you need to perform. He's only teaching you how to act. That your mind being involved. That's all he's teaching. He's teaching you Vedanta, but from a material perspective. You pay Anthony Robbins. Yeah, you pay thousands to, to hear that. And, you know, it's fine. But um, we're talking about the same thing here. So You can achieve whatever you want to achieve. Your mind's not involved. He made me walk on fire.
5: Yeah. Yeah. 12 yards of it. All
0: right.
5: 12 yards. 12? 12. 12 yards. Okay. And about 10,000 people watching. him. Yeah. And uh, it's definitely a mind game that was.
0: Did you, have you done it? Have you, have you been on it?
5: Yeah, I've got a certificate to show it.
0: <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Share with us.
5: It was... Uh, Absolutely wonderful. The tickets were at half the price.
0: Yeah.
5: And uh, they got the ambulance right across it. They got the fire brigade there. And everybody was walking. So I said, well, if they can do it, uh, I should be able to do it. Mm. It really hikes you up beforehand. Yeah.
0: yeah. But what's the message? What's the crux? I don't know. I'm asking you because I've never been
5: Yes. yes. Well, so it's... His course was like a two-day course.
0: Yeah.
5: Uh, very motivational. And you can achieve anything you want. Uh and very positive. And everybody is in that spirit, the mind, and uh mm. I, I I it was very challenging. Yeah. But this is going back sometime when I was very young. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. This is a, see, you only have three components to work with: your body, mind, and intellect. Anything you do, yes, it's quite straightforward. You only have those three components to contact the world. It's only those three three things that you need to be concerned and develop.
2: Sonos did it as well. She did it uh, sometime, I think, two years ago. Mm. And it's it's the energy everybody produces. The energy of bounces off. Yeah. I can understand. Exactly.
0: Yep. I can understand how uh, it happens because we have the same thing in the ashram. You know, we have a lecture with Swamiji with lots of energy, and you know, we all feel hyped up, and you know. Um, so I can I can understand how it how it is. Everyone thinking in the same way. So for material gain, you know, you need to be um, more focused, more clear, less affected. So. Your body, mind, and intellect is the only thing that you have to use to contact the world. Physically, mentally, or intellectually. And the intellect is the highest, which controls the other two. So naturally, if you develop that, you're in more control of your personality.
2: Yeah, consciousness.
0: And that's the bottom line. It's not uh, anything mystic. And if the intellect is in control, then you're in control of your life. But if the mind is in control, then the child is in control of your life. So the whole practice is developing the intellect. So you can take control from the basics of what shall I eat and what I shouldn't eat. If the intellect comes in and says, I need to eat healthy, food is just fuel. I'm not doing it for taste. Yeah. Where's the problem? But the mind says, no, I like this. I won't eat this, I won't eat that. And That's the battle. That's the battle of Kurukshetra. (coughs) Shall I kill or shall I kill? What shall I eat? What should I eat? It's the same thing. It's all internal. This is life. Shall I do this or shouldn't I do that? Shall I marry him or shall I not marry him? These are all the battles of life, isn't it? Decisions. So, how do you make those decisions? By the mind or the intellect. And if you have higher values and you develop the intellect, then you're working towards that uh, goal, whatever your goal you set. And this is what this even to gain spiritual development. This is what you need to do. Even material gain. This is what you need to do people come to this courses for business, for, for developing businesses. I told you, we run a course uh, in Yashram for five days. People pay $5,000 for five days. And they come from all over the world, mostly um, non-Indians. And Swamiji teaches them how to control their mind so they can develop materially in their business. It's the same concept. Where you apply it is up to you.
2: I'll just show something. This is an experience in lockdown. A friend of mine suggested an online, uh, because she worked for this company. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. It's called the NLP School, The Art of Change. And when we described the diagram, the pyramid, at that time, I, I wasn't aware of it. So it made it a bit... Difficult to understand, but as soon as I understood the pyramid, and then I took out my sheet of paper yeah. and the diagram, it said the same thing in different way. Yeah, and it's a flow of thing. And I just said, my God, you know, people like you say people pay so much for for the course, but it's just worded. So there it was the d- dream state, the realistic state, and the critic state. Mm. Everyone.
0: So, who- Everybody wants to put their angle to it, and their, you know, so then they're not copying anything. Everyone's copying the Vedas. This was done yes. thousands of years ago. Yes. You know, so we what we're learning is from the source. Yeah. This is what we're doing. I don't know, ben, any clarifications? No, I hope you're fine. thinking of uh, leaving this class today and practicing detachment because uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you but being aware is the first stage yeah being aware is the first stage
1: I think there's there's so much emphasis put on um, uh, particularly I think uh, my age group like on doing your duty and doing what's right for for yourself your family your children and it makes you wonder where does duty stop and where do you where does something more develop for yourself you know um because there has to be more than just doing your duty and wouldn't it be nice if you could do your duty and combine it with uh achieving higher goals and exactly. that, that's what i was thinking about yeah
0: yeah and those higher goals can be either not increasing your duties that you need to be conscious of as well not increasing your duties uh, because it means not increasing your desires in other words not increasing your vastness remember spiritual development is reducing your desires to so fulfill your duties are you,
1: are you saying duties are like increasing desires then
0: no but you but what I'm saying is that being aware not increasing your duties
1: mm.
0: you have to fulfill your duties but mm. you, you may create new ones. So, yeah. being aware not to create new ones. Yeah. Yeah. That is also um, working towards detachment, isn't it? Not creating new ones. Mm. Fulfilling your duties that you have at the moment, but not creating new ones.
2: I think duties towards uh, family uh, and children is now that what I know. I wish I knew when I was young, is you perform your duties and teach your children well,
0: educationally,
2: Mm. culturally, and everything, and see that, and then step back. And they only need to come to you when they need you. So that that means you have taught them well. So you're in the background, you're like a fence. When they want to come to, to you, or you're like a door, then only you open your door, do your duty, perform your duty or actions or whatever, and then move back again and then let them deal with it. Because it's their experience. If they're not going to learn from their faults, they're never going to learn. So when we go to school, we don't stay in grade one. Mm. We, once that grade one teacher has taught you, you move on. So yeah. that means that grade one teacher has done very well for you to go to the next stage. So we, if we keep that in our mind, that whatever stage we are at in our lives, do it well, perform it well, and then move to the higher. Yeah.
0: See, so that's something that um, you need to be able to walk, move back from, because it's the parents that get attached to the children. The, children don't don't want it. That's, they want to move out, they want to move away, become independent. But the parents become attached.
2: Yeah, I know my parents are, they said, don't always tell me. To the to the but I say I'll, I'll be there for you when you really need me. At mm. the moment, you're fine without me.
0: So the parents, A seem- good,
2: high, and hello is good enough. The yeah. care is there, the concerns are there, but I don't need to see you every day. Mm. When you call me, I'll be there in an instant. Mm. So it doesn't mean that, like Dharma said, that you, you, are, you're, you detach yourself with, with the same love that you have for them. Yeah, and I think that's—it's a difficult thing to do. Initially, but once it's there and you explain it to them, it's their way of saying it. You know that—that's how they're brought up. They're going to keep on telling you to need to aveni, to It's that the, the strongest to say. I'm going to listen to whatever you need to say, but I'm going to do what I need to do, and I'll be there for you whenever. When you're in touch with me.
1: And let's hope we don't repeat those uh, conversations with our children because I can see yes. them coming. <laughs> it's so easy to do. Uh to, you know, I I think duties are a wonderful thing to do and perform as so long as we remember to give others space, like you said, uh And um there's nothing wrong in performing our duties so long as we can just achieve to do the best that we can by them. Yeah,
0: let your child let the children. Um, experience their own life. You know, you, you if you've, you've been the best mother, the father, then they're ready to uh deal with life themselves.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely that, and the same yeah. for our parents. We can do the best that we can for them, and have. uh I just think it's such a privilege if we are able to do it for anybody. So yeah. that's just how it is, isn't it? So Sometimes...
0: It's better for the children, and it's better for you as well. It's a healthier relationship.
1: But it's
2: like, my, uh, sometimes Shraddha says, and even Sonal, that sometimes, Mom, how do you, you, you know, you, do, you, you don't respond and you expect us to know everything. And I said, but if you're doing the, the right things, why do I need to intervene? Why do I need to say anything? The best thing is just for me to be there and listen to you guys. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm.
0: So that's it. You've given them the guidance. If they need anything more, they'll come to you. Yes. So it's your possessiveness, your attachment to them. That need that you need to change. Sometimes attach, attachments
5: are good, aren't they? Sorry. Sometimes attachments are very good. For whom? Uh, if it's your children, yeah, you want to enjoy them while you're alive. You want to be.
0: So Vijay, so the the difference here is love and attachment. Love is pure. Attachment is dependent on, on, on how they are with you. Basically, if they cater to your needs, then you're, you love them. If you don't, then you don't love them. Love is pure. And that's what I, we're talking about.
2: I think don't become glue. Become just a sticky tape. You can come off and on when you
0: want. <laughs> Attachment, you're dependent <laughs> on their affection. See the difference? Mm. Yeah? So you're right, but that's pure love. That's what we need to practice and not practice attachment, because attachment, you get affected. It's a very fine line. It certainly is, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, it's very difficult, especially when it comes to our children. Yes, it makes a lot of difference. Yeah. But this is, this is how we need to... If you show pure love, then, then you'll find that the relationship will be stronger. Okay. Act, letting them act based on their Vāsana's, whatever that may be. Yeah. What time is it? Any other clarifications? We've got a couple Very of minutes.
1: well said. Letting them act based on their Vāsana's. Yeah. Very nice.
0: Yeah. The Vāsana's will manifest. You've given them the right guidance. They'll act based on their Vāsana's under, under the guidance you've taught them. The vasana might be to rob a bank. You've told them, robbing the bank is bad. It's wrong. You can go to prison. But so when that vasana comes up, they'll, they'll remember what you said. That's your guidance. It's a crude term I'm using, but it just brings yeah. home the point. Your job was to guide them to the best of your ability. Which you've done. Now the vasanas will manifest. Put them right from wrong. And sometimes you just have to let them act, even if you know it's wrong, because they have to experience it. It's hard, but you have to do it, cruel to be kind. Any other questions? All good. Great. Good discussion.